When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Bunny Michael. When you approach your life from the consciousness of your higher self, the knowing how worthy you are, every aspect of your life begins to change. Your relationships, your career, your self-care, your body image, everything. Because this is the process of unlearning the conditioning of our culture that raised us to believe we have to prove ourselves to belong. True success starts with knowing how much you deserve. Following your higher self is an awakening process and it's no easy feat. But as you will hear from the callers on this podcast, our paths might look different, but our journey is the same. Welcome to EXO Higher Self. Hello and welcome to episode 68. I hope everyone is feeling good and had a good week. I have a little announcement before I get started about this month's live Zoom episode. So I mentioned on last week's episode, I was planning on doing a Higher Selfing the Holidays live Zoom for our Angels and Miracles supporters on Patreon on Saturday the 18th. However, I have come to a scheduling conflict. Basically, I had bought me and Kara and our puppy Rio tickets to fly to Texas to visit my family for the holidays on the 20th, but now Rio has grown so much faster than we thought he was going to, and he is going to be too cramped to fit in that little pet carrier that you have to put under your seat for them to fly with you on the plane. So now we have decided to drive to Texas. Yes, drive. Meaning we have to leave a couple days earlier on the 18th. So then I thought, okay, well, I'll move the Zoom to this weekend on the 11th. But this weekend, Kara is actually having their art opening in Beacon. They're showing their paintings. And then, of course, the weekend after the 18th is Christmas. So my solution is I will be pre-recording my Higher Selfing the Holidays talk and posting that talk this weekend on the Patreon. and. If you are an Angels or Miracles supporter and really wanted to ask a question on the live Zoom or having some issue you're dealing with this month, you can send me an email and I will email you back a personal email directly. I know I posted it about this change on Patreon and some of you have already sent your holiday email, which is great. So I'm sorry to be changing up what we do for our live episode this month, but hopefully with the talk and then the personal email, you will feel like you got 
what you needed as far as higher self-guidance this month for the holidays. And I really just didn't want to leave you, you know, hanging in case you needed that extra support. In January, we will definitely be back doing the live Zoom. And I'm really excited for January's because it's going to be higher selfing your New Year's goals. And I know how important that is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being flexible. You know how it is with the holiday scheduling can get a little unpredictable. Anyway, you know what I was thinking about the other day and I was like, oh, I really want to share this on the podcast. I was having a meeting, right? Or I was about to have a meeting with someone who was, in my mind, a very important person, a very powerful person, somebody who, you know, I really wanted to impress with this meeting, And I was thinking about, you know, how anxious I was beforehand. And I was like, my breath started getting short. And I was like, okay, what's really going on here? And I was remembering how, you know how people used to say before you go into a meeting or like a job interview to imagine the other person naked? I don't know if you ever heard that, but how that would help you feel less nervous. Or maybe if you're doing like a public speaking thing to imagine, you know, the audience naked or whatever. And I was thinking about that and I was like, you know what that really is? When you imagine somebody naked, you're really just seeing the humanity in them. You're really just saying, oh, hey, this is just another person like me with a body and imperfections and all of that stuff. It makes them seem more human and it takes them out of this role that you've projected onto them, right? As this person who has this power over you or this status over you or somebody you need to be afraid of. And it's just funny how we have these little sayings in life and really all that is, is helping us get in touch with our higher self. You know, the perspective of your higher self is that you are whole just how you are. And when you see yourself from that vision, you also see that in other people. You see a person for who they really are, not in the roles that they have, not in the way the world defines them, but who they are in their heart. And it also helps you realize how we are all connected. We are all connected through through this heart space, through the energy of our higher self. That is the awareness of our one consciousness. Because in reality, we might seem like separate beings, (laughs) right? But if you look at physics, the forms that we actually see are kind of optical illusions. I had this meme that I made years ago, it just said like our separation is an optical illusion because in actuality, there is no difference between me and you. These forms are just these things that our eyes are able to see. This is just how we're able to perceive in our human perspective. But really, we're just a bunch of molecules just floating around and our spirits are connected through love, through compassion, And so, yeah, so right before this meeting, I kind of saw that. I was like, oh, that's what that is. And I thought about this person who I hadn't met yet on the other side, who I was about to have this like Zoom meeting with. And I thought about them like in this whole new curious way. I was like, hmm, I wonder how their day is going. I wonder what they're dealing with in their personal life. You know, what are the ways in which I can help them maybe have a better day or see the humanity in them, see the higher self in them? And it made me so much less nervous 
to stop looking through that lens of status and hierarchy. And this is the stuff that we're all trying to dismantle, seeing ourselves and each other through that hierarchical lens. So yeah, I just wanted to share that because it was just one of those little moments where you're like, oh, let me bring my higher self in here. And it actually made it so much easier. And an actual enjoyable conversation, you know, because it's like you actually get to know somebody for who they are, not for who you project them to be. So if you're having like something coming up, like a job interview, or maybe you have to have a difficult conversation with somebody, you know, these are the things that you bring in is how can I see that person from the heart space, from love, from my higher self, from the part of me that knows that we are actually connected. And it becomes a lot easier to communicate and to have understanding because you can literally step into their shoes. And that's, you know, the cliche that we've always been talking about. And I think, you know, that might even be handy for the holidays because maybe you're going to go into a social situation or a family gathering and you have all kinds of stories in your mind about who that person is in your life or what role they play in your life and what they did when you were 10 years old. And it might suit you to be like, hmm, maybe I need to bring in a more present perspective to this. Maybe I can walk into this space centered in my higher self and just try to see the higher self in everyone else. And it might actually be a much more enjoyable experience. Okay, babes, I think we should start to get to the questions. So here we go. Hi, bunny. I am in the process of packing Um, Back in June, I moved into this house that my friend bought. And since then, she's decided to sell the house, um, which has really uh, put a lot of strain on our friendship. Uh, But what I want to talk about is me wanting to move. I have been in this city. I came here for a job six years ago. And... I have I have a lot of past trauma, which sounds sometimes like an excuse, but it just keeps me very guarded. I just don't let a lot of people into my life, and I'm just like shy and introverted, so I don't reach out to other people much. And I feel like when I do, they don't really respond reciprocal, reciprocally. So... I think it just keeps me just really alone. I spend most of my time alone and I don't have a lot of friends. Like I have acquaintances, but my definition of a friend is someone you can call at three in the morning or who knows that you have depression or who knows your family history, you know, just someone who really, really knows you, not just someone you go to a movie with or someone you meet for a book club every month. So... I just feel really lonely here. I feel like as things get gentrified because of COVID, all I will be doing in this city is paying for rent. And three years ago, I had a breakup. And I think after that breakup, I just stopped going out at all. Like I just didn't want to run into him. And when I did go out, I did run into him and his new person. So I think I just want to leave the city and leave behind the hurts of of the past. Um, 
And just this idea that like I haven't found community here, I haven't made community here. And maybe start anew, like go somewhere where like nobody knows me, one where I can start again. But I also get afraid because I know that wherever I go, I'm taking myself. And I know that I won't just be magically outgoing or just magically unscarred by the past. And I just wondered if you can give me some um, some advice about how to move forward in my life in a way that's not tied to the past and who lives in this city or who I haven't made friends with. Um, I don't know, how do I move forward without moving to a new place? Or like if I knew, even if I do move to a new place, how do I keep moving forward without getting stuck in the past? Thank you. Hi, sweetheart. You know, letting go of the past is no easy feat. We all struggle with our trauma and the stuff that happened to us that was really challenging Most of us have been through difficult breakups. Most of us had childhoods that weren't always rosy. And uncovering how our past has affected us can be a useful tool to understanding why we make the choices we do now. But in the healing process, just uncovering that stuff isn't the last step. The next step is to make different choices. Choices that don't mirror our past choices that don't keep us stuck in an idea or concept of who we are. Our past isn't who we are. Our experiences of the past don't define us. The past only exists as a thought in our minds. And part of the inner work is to build awareness of the stories we tell ourselves and actively try to reframe that story. Let's take, for example, you said you are an introverted person and you don't have a lot of friends. Okay, maybe that is true right now. That is your current circumstance. But introverts really want to spend most of their time alone. You know, when you say you're an introverted person, that normally means it's it's an active choice. But you have a very big desire to reveal yourself more, to meet new people, to share your true self, and to not hold back sharing your authenticity and what you're really, really going through and what really is important to you. It sounds to me that you actually really want that connection, but what you've been struggling with is letting yourself believe you deserve to have what you want. When we have been hurt in the past, it really lowers the expectations we have for ourselves and for our lives. We start to believe our future is gonna look the same as the parts of our past when we were most unhappy. It's not like we focus on our happiest memories of the past and stay there. No, we choose to focus on the most unhappy moments to punish ourselves because at least it can't get worse if we already feel bad, right? or have very little optimism for something better. Do you see how much that actually isn't a reflection of who you really are or what you really want? In fact, it's the opposite of what you want. So go for what you want, not what you don't want. That's the beginning of making different choices. That's the beginning of stepping out of your comfort zone that is actually not comfortable at all. The way to make friends is to become very interested in other people. Ask them about themselves. Make them feel valuable. Even if it's just someone you just met at a social gathering or maybe in a class, 
or maybe just going out to a coffee shop. People really like it when you ask them about themselves because it's so hard for all of us to feel comfortable with being who we are. So if someone is interested, it feels really good and it opens them up to wanting to know about you because they feel that energy is reciprocated. I know you said you feel like people don't respond when you do reach out to them and I partly believe that, but I also partly believe that you don't reach out very often. And I think that is because when you do reach out, you put so much pressure on the situation. If it isn't the easiest, most pleasant experience, if it doesn't go perfectly well, then that becomes par for the course of, oh, people don't actually want to hang out with me. Oh, I actually don't have friends or I actually don't have that kind of connection and I never will. But the thing is you have to keep trying. If there's someone who is too busy or not responding, try someone else. Find new ways to meet people. You are an intelligent person and you know that you get what you give. It might not happen overnight, but just like any part of our self-care practice, our social life takes nurturing for it to grow and evolve organically. If you water that seed, it will grow. Deciding to move might help jumpstart your new approach. It might help you have that fresh start that gets you inspired. So do it if you think it will make it easier for you. But just moving isn't going to change anything unless you change your perspective and you change your choices and you start to understand how valuable you are as a person and the fact that Anyone would be blessed to have you in their life, to care about you the way that you really care about others. You're a thoughtful, loving, and sensitive person. So start making choices that reflect that. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line it's possible complex specialty care that cares about your roi it's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions that's wonder made possible learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder hey bunny um i just want to say thank you um for everything you do I really appreciate it, and I know that everyone listens, really appreciates all the work that you put in because you're really preaching to the choir, (laughs) and I feel like we all just need to hear your voice, and weekly, I am just so excited to listen to your podcast, Um, so thank you. Um, Going off that, I feel like I need some advice. I've been in a relationship for about 10 months with my partner and things are going pretty well. We want to move in a bit after the new year. And um, I feel like this is a really healthy relationship for me. Um, And it's my first serious relationship. And yeah, like we have a lot of fun together and we love each other. But about a month ago now, I had this one weekend that she was over and I just felt like she hated me and it wasn't because of anything that she was doing differently. She was like (laughs) present. She, we were hanging out. Like I, 
value physical touch and we were like hugging, kissing, cuddling, like all of that. And I felt like my needs were being met, but for some reason in my head, I was just like, wow, she hates me. And it like really just made no sense to me. And so from there, I was like, wow, is this kind of like a form of relationship relationship anxiety? Like what is going on? Because like, I feel like all of my needs are being met, but um, for some reason, my brain just like won't let me like take it in. And it was just really weird. And so I'm kind of calling today because I would love just to hear some tips and if you had any experience with this, with um, relationship anxiety and kind of how to ease it when your partner is doing everything in their power um, to make you feel at ease because it's kind of a mind trip when you're in that situation. And then after that situation, I... um, I communicated to her that I felt this way and she, you know, made me feel better about it. And, um, we like talked it out and it was all good. And I, I feel fine about it, honestly. But then for some reason from there, it kind of just spiraled into like, I was nitpicking her and it was just like, well, maybe this isn't right. And maybe that's not right. And my brain is just kind of like spiraling. So basically like, that one weekend spirals into all this stuff. So basically, I just wanted to know how to ease uh, relationship anxiety and also how to stop yourself from spiraling into this, like, nitpicky, over-obsessive um, train of thought after that because, obviously, like, that's just unfair to your partner and also, like, your mind going through that, like, isn't healthy for yourself. And it's um, it's just not healthy for either people in the partnership so I would love to hear your thoughts on this and I would really really appreciate it um and hopefully like I'm not alone in this I don't know um it's just weird I've never experienced it so I would really appreciate your help thank you so much I'm sorry if this uh voice memo is too long um but yeah I really appreciate you And I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much. We talk a lot on this podcast about how to feel better when things aren't going well, how important it is to connect to our higher selves. And often when quote unquote bad things happen is when we actually put the effort into prioritizing our higher selves because it's like we almost have no choice, right? We kind of reached a point where it's like a rock bottom. Something has to change. Our perspective has to change. But what we don't talk about as much is how when things are going well, when we actually get what we want, that can also elicit a lot of negative feelings because it's actually not about what is happening. It's about how we respond to what's happening. That's why when we do fall in love, and that is supposedly what we've always wanted, we can go into a fear spiral of what if they hurt me? What if they leave me? And literally create more problems to focus on. Or maybe we're finally getting that job promotion we've been working so hard toward, but then we start spiraling and stressing out about whether or not we will do a good job. And all the joy from getting that promotion goes straight out the window. 
And it happens because if we don't stay connected to our higher self, no matter what is happening in our lives, we will lose sight of who we really are. We are our higher selves. We are created to experience love, not from the outside in, but from the inside out. It is inside of us, in our hearts. But we forget that too easily. We get caught up in the drama of the world. We start believing that other things will bring us happiness. And they do temporarily, but our eternal joy, our eternal happiness comes from the inner peace and love we experience when we remember who we really are. Ironically, when we do that, we actually experience what happens outside of us from a whole new lens. Food tastes better, relationships are more joyful, we take better care of ourselves, we are generous, we let ourselves receive love from others, we don't get caught up in fear that blocks our power. And I think that is what happened the other night with your partner. You know, you got seduced by the fear, by the what if. We are such powerful beings that sometimes our fear actually manifests what we fear the most because we create a reality in our minds that it's already happening and our environment responds accordingly. So being in a loving relationship is just another reason on the long list of reasons that we have to prioritize channeling our higher selves. What does your self-care practice look like? What does your spiritual practice look like? Are you checking in often on what your motivations are? Even a small effort every day to do this will make a world of difference. And by a world of difference, I literally mean it will be like you are living in a whole new world, a whole new reality where you finally acknowledge you do deserve love. You always have. Hey, Bunny. First of all, I love your podcast and I listen to it all the time. And I guess, I don't know, I've been thinking about my question for a long time, but I can't really ever tell if I hang out with the people that I hang out with or I do the things I do or I have the job that I have because it makes me happy or because it's supposed to make me happy. And sometimes I just really can't tell the difference between the two. And um, when I get lost in the confusion, it's just so easy to run away or it's so easy to hide. And um, I don't really see how I'll ever be growing that way. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know how to apply my higher self to this this type of, um, I don't know, conniption problem. I feel confused a lot of the time and very lost. And um, I do the work, I listen to the podcast, I read the book, I do the meditation, I go to the yoga classes, and still I just, I just don't really know why I feel so off-center all of the time. And I guess I'm just hoping for some sort of insight, you know? But um, it's appreciated either way. And I am very grateful for the space that you uh, hold for people. It's incredibly inspiring. Thanks. 
hi, babe. You said you can't tell if your friends or your job are making you happy or if they're supposed to make you happy. And I'd say it's neither. You make you happy. And maybe that's why you feel off center because you keep teetering back and forth trying to give things outside of yourself the control over your happiness. Wanting those things to give you purpose and meaning, maybe you feel like something is missing. And maybe that something is the realization there is a power within you, the same power that created the universe. You are a divine creation that is here to share your divine love with the world. You are here to shine your light and help inspire the people around you to do the same. I think we all reach a time in our lives where we start to feel a little bit idle, like we're just going through the motions. And it's because we lose connection to our spirit. We are actually spirits having a human experience. But getting caught up in the human experience and forgetting our divine power is really easy to do. I think you have so much to give to yourself and the world, but you are resisting stepping into that path fully. I think you are a bit apprehensive of how powerful you really are. I think you're a little bit nervous to open yourself up to more possibility. Maybe even the possibility of letting yourself be happy because that's what you deserve. Here's a quick way to get centered. Close your eyes. Put your hand on your heart. Take three long, deep breaths and say this to yourself. I am loved. I am powerful. I am divine. I am here to share my light with the world. You're ready to step up the intimacy that you have in your relationship to your higher self. We reach a point in our lives where our spiritual growth is ready to level up. And sometimes that takes a little bit of pushing ourselves to look in the mirror and acknowledge that there is actually so much untapped power within us. We have only even begun to uncover how truly magical and creative and inspirational we are capable of being. We have only even begun to scratch the surface. I mean, we have this one experience in these forms. We've been given these gifts of these bodies and these minds, and they're tools to access higher states of consciousness, higher awareness of love. And we have to think more creatively about how to use those tools. A lot of people are into like esoteric practices because it is a way to expand your understanding of the power of your own intuition or the power of your own creativity. So I know I went on a bit of a tangent, but to you and to anybody who's feeling a little bit stuck, go deeper because you need that extra inspiration. You're obviously evolving at a very rapid pace. And so your choices and your behaviors need to catch up with that. You got this. Hi, Bunny. Um, thank you so much for your podcast and everything you do. Um, just like everybody says here, um, just so grateful for everything that you um, share with the world. And I just enjoyed having your podcast as part of my morning routine. Um, yeah, 
Um, so my question kind of is based around like faith systems. Um, I have been practicing witchcraft and sort of paganism a little bit for a couple of years now, and I have hid that from my family this far. Um, they're Christian Lutherans, and I've basically just been like playing along with them and letting them believe that like, I'm still a Christian. The way I was raised, specifically, I have fear about opening up to my mother. Like, there was this, the other day she came into my room, and my altar was set up, and I was so scared that she was going to see it, but I guess she didn't. Um, and I just have this fear that, like, if I tell her that I've been practicing witchcraft, that she's just going to think I'm going to go to hell for the rest of her life. And I, through my higher self, I know that it's better to be honest because my higher self wants to share this beautiful spirituality with my family and my loved ones. But I'm, I'm terrified of, of locking my mother into that fear for the rest of her life because she's very religious. Um, yeah, so if you have any advice on how to come from my higher self without fear or what fear plays into your higher self, um, and just kind of hoping that your loved ones can see you from their higher selves as well. Um, thank you so much, Bunny. Um, I really hope that I get to hear your answer to this. Um, thanks. Bye. I think you have so much love and care for your mom and your family, and that is just so beautiful to hear. And I really don't think that you are obligated to tell them anything you don't feel safe telling them. Your spirituality is a sacred practice, a sacred experience, and it's really important to protect that sacredness. If that means having boundaries around what you share and what you don't, then that's totally okay. To me, no matter what your ritual is or your practice is or what your religion is or no religion, I think what really matters is the underlying message that love is the most important thing. There's so many ways to practice and experience sacred love through magic, in church, in meditation, through relationships and esoteric practices. Love is a state of consciousness and whatever brings you to that place is valid. It's unfortunate when people have been led to think that any spiritual practice outside of mainstream religion is dangerous or evil or against love or against God. I personally can use the word God in my own personal spiritual practice because my understanding of God is that God is love. But not everybody feels that way about that word. I focus on the term higher self in this work because higher self encompasses whatever your interpretation of the divine within you is, whether that's the God within you, whether that's divinity or goddess or simply a higher state of awareness, or maybe it's even your inner best friend. A higher self is inclusive of any way in which you visualize that, right? Any way in which feels connected to your heart and your interpretation. Because ultimately the word 
doesn't matter. Language is so limiting. Language is just a symbol for what is ultimately unnameable. So yeah, I think it's really sad when people can't see that we're all equal in love's eyes and should have the freedom to express that connection in whatever way feels right in our hearts. So I get it. You want to protect your mom from her worry, but I think there will be a time in the future where you feel comfortable enough to share your real feelings with her and your relationship to your spirituality, and it will actually be an incredibly healing thing for you. For both of you, even if it's hard for her to hear, even if it does elicit fear, because you didn't put that fear into her, right? Her conditioning did, her bias teaching did, and part of this process is unlearning that conditioning. And sometimes it happens in ways that you might not have expected. Your mom is a grown person, and the sooner you realize you don't need her approval, to be your authentic self around her, the sooner she will be able to learn from your authenticity. But I wouldn't rush it. I think you will know when you're ready to share that. You will know when the time is right. The thing about having hard talks with people, and I went over this a little bit in the intro, is that we have to be willing to approach those talks with love and non-judgment with the consciousness of our higher self, even when the people we're talking with are unable to do the same, even if they come back at us with judgment, resentment, or hurtful words, what will actually protect us is staying in alignment with compassion and love. That actually helps us remember who we really are and not to be reduced to anyone who is projecting onto us. And that will also help you not misinterpret what you are receiving as well, which is really easy to do when you are assuming you will be attacked. You will often feel attacked no matter what is said, right? My mom is Christian and we don't agree on some things when it comes to our understanding of spirituality. But I have to say that we have way more in common than I used to think. When I became more open to hearing about her relationship to the sacred without coming in with my assumptions or judgments, she was much more able to hear mine more openly too. And sometimes it just takes time to evolve our relationship with our parents or caregivers and step out of the roles before you can bond in an emotionally mature way as adults. And if it doesn't happen, then that's okay too. It doesn't diminish the love that you two have together. She loves you the best way she knows how. And hearing your sweet, caring nature on this call, I can tell that you love her so much too. And that really is a beautiful thing. Well, that wraps up episode 68. Thank you so much for being here. Remember, if you're an Angels and Miracles supporter, you can send in your holiday email, personal email to me at exohigherself at gmail.com. Make sure to mention that you are an Angels and Miracles supporter and you want me to respond personally. And if you are not signed up as an Angel and Miracle supporter and you want to be able to do that, you can do that on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash exohigherself. We also have two bonus episodes this month for our Patreon supporters as well. 
One is coming out this week on Friday, so looking forward to that. Bring your higher self with you. Remember, every day, at least five minutes, just try to channel in. Say to yourself, dear higher self, please guide me today. Guide my actions, guide my choices, guide my words. Help me stay in alignment with love. Help me to experience love and to share that with the world. All right? Have an amazing week. I will see you next week. I love you and so does your higher self. Bye. Exo Higher Self is recorded in Brooklyn, New York, hosted by me, Bunny Michael, produced by Kara Gilvey, with original music and sound mixing by Michael Bihari.